let's get going here. Oh, so welcome, Burbs, uh, to the biweekly flock meeting. Uh, we have we took a we took a poll last time because we were meeting every other Thursday at nine a.m. Eastern. Um, and we took a poll if we should change that time because it might be difficult for some people. And the poll came out to um, noon Eastern right now is a better time. So that's this is the first uh, flock meeting at the new time. So welcome. Hopefully this is a better time for everyone. Um, and so we do have like a rough agenda. Of course, this is kind of like everyone's call. So anyone can unmute, speak up, talk. Um, this is super casual. Um, but the rough agenda is in the in the chat here and Pooley Hangouts chat. It's also in the forum. I just copied it over. We're going to be talking about some Discord changes, DevCon Bogota, Lobby 3 Meetup, Pixel Pooley, email campaign, and maybe some other things. So like I said, you can, you can um, ask questions, bring up topics you want to talk about, whatever the case might be. So why don't we just jump right into it? Uh, Talisca, do you want to just go through... The first thing the discord changes do you want to talk about that yeah sure so uh you may or may not have noticed there's been a couple of things shuffled around in discord so as we're moving forward we're trying to condense some of the different threads that are going on and some of the different channels so some channels have been just overall retired some have been renamed and some of them have been combined uh, so effectively like we had burb headquarters and we also had another burb related uh, thread like verbs build together. Uh, we just kind of condensed that into to one channel. Uh, I renamed the random channel and collapsed it together with the memes. So now we have like news memes and random all together. Uh, there's probably going to be a couple more things coming down the line uh, regarding bot integrations, but those should be a little more behind the scenes uh, compared to you know what's what's been going on so far. Any questions? Any recommendations, thoughts of other things we need to either open up or condense? If you're not comfortable talking, you can just drop it in the chat. What about like a, or if someone sends it to me, I can even make it, but just, I don't know, uh, like a map almost, like a key, like a key for all the channels, like verb friend, verb nest, like, well, I guess you did explain that there. I don't know. I was just saying maybe a map I could just make like, this is for this, this is for this. That could be a fun idea. Uh, when we get like uh, channel overload, as, as Discord servers tend to do, uh, start working on a map now. That way, when things get added in, we can have a quick reference for people so they know where they're able to go and, and what the different topics are. More a question than a suggestion. Is it possible to make like a, like a sub channel of the channel? Uh, what do you mean by sub-channel? Like, there's, there's threads, so each individual uh, channel can have their own, like, threads that uh, can be topic. Yeah, I, I don't think it's possible. No, I, I was just thinking uh, in the future, um, there's likely to be, like, more than one project being worked on at the same time, like, different, different directions, different things are, that are happening at the same time. Uh, and those will be related. Like, for example, you could have artists that are working on like project A and project B and like mixing it all together might get confusing. Uh, it's not something that's really relevant right now, but just a thought. 
I think you're looking for forums. Yeah, I, I think that's that's kind of where threads come into play. We can have a thread for project A and a thread for project B, and, and you know the artist can be in each of those commenting out as needed, uh, and those can kind of extend from the different uh, like channels that we have specific to artists. So uh, let me link to one that we have kind of just lying. Uh, so like under the artist, there's there's a thread pulley x pepe emoji crossover. I think you're looking for forums, guys. I've been playing around with them a lot, and I'm pretty confident this is what you're looking for. Like they're basically just organized threads, and and you can use tags to sort them and stuff. So yeah, okay. I mean, we we do have a yeah, we do have some forums, and uh, I've been playing around with the tags. Like for example, I'm looking at like Pooley's Nest, for example, like it would be possible to condense that entire category, except for maybe the bird headquarters. But like, it would probably be possible to condense that entire category into a single form. Um, same with birds around the world, in theory, could be like a world chat forum with a French post and a Portuguese post. And then you just chat in those chats. And like, yeah, you could really cut it down to like, like a forum is able to replace like an entire category of channels if done properly. What's the, what's the rationale behind doing a full replacement like that? Condensing. Um, a lot of times we just, like, like we said, like discords just tend to collect channels and forums, they auto archive and close after X amount of time. They can be sorted with tags. They can, um, they can be pinned. I, I just, yeah, there's a lot of benefit to it for like there's a lot of different uses I've seen. Like a good a good use that I saw was actually the in the Azuki Discord. You know all those like random channels that people have, like sharing pictures of their pets and food and stuff like that. So they have those as posts. So a person like no one can create posts within the forum channel. They have set posts that are always there and they basically just act as channels. But like in a set like sub channels instead of having a whole category in the sidebar. Huh. I'll, I'll have to go check out their server and see what they have going on over there. I think it was Azuki's at least, but I've seen a few people try it now. I tried it myself too. I found that for very generic stuff, like sharing pictures of pets, um, it works excellent because you don't really need like sorting tags for pictures of cats. Um, right. And then there's other examples like in Zapper, we've got something going called the exploration station and it's basically like a news feed where everyone shares content. And in that case, instead of it being anchored channels, we're doing individual posts and with tags that you use to sort it. So there's like a DeFi tag and an NFT tag and an art tag. So each news piece gets its own set of tags. And yeah, yeah. and something cool about the forms is when you have multiple, like, when you're using tags, if you select multiple, it doesn't just include all the ones with both. It actually fine-tunes it to only the posts that have both tags. So if you wanted to see something that was DeFi and legal, like you could fine-tune it to all the posts that are only DeFi and legal. That's that kind super of cool. Stuff. Yeah, they're, they're... I mean, right now it's just for organizing community calls because it's easier to search and find you know, the notes that are taken during the call and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, I do see forums up at the top, but 
Yeah, well, that's another example of how I'm using forums, actually. Like, you know, in Pool Together, we have that event channel where we announce events and then make threads on top of it. I'm testing in Zapper the idea of doing the same thing, but as a forum, where only I can create posts. So I'll create a post every time there's a new event. And then by default, there's just a thread on top of that post with the information pinned to the top. And then anyone can just comment in there. So like the next time I have a community call, I will make an event post. I will make a post in the event room forum with the tag community call. And then everyone will just join that post and chat in there. And it's much easier to find compared to a thread. I dig it. Um, as well as archiving much cleaner. So it's something to play around with. That's the end of my TED talk on that. Cheers. Well, great. Yes. Yeah, seems like there's a lot of good brainstorming ideas with this Discord, and I'm glad we sparked that. Um, let's let's keep that going though, and uh, but let's 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 move on with the agenda, and then take the rest of uh, this brainstorming thing with Discord kind of offline. But I do want to capture that, so that was good. Uh, so next next up, the DevCon Bogota meet. Me and Kames went to DevCon and it was awesome. There was actually other, we, we saw some other community members there as well. There were some community members we didn't get a chance to link up with. Um, but yeah, overall, it was a really, it was a really great time. Um, talked with some, saw some great talks and uh, talked with some people afterwards. Um, had some, some, some meetings with them um, this week already. Um, some follow-up meetings so uh, I think it was uh, I think it was a really good time definitely any big highlights so actually some scary stuff really uh, I went to hear this talk with and I all these talks should be recorded and online for free if you go to like dev devcon.org I think it is his name was Connor Spelinski and uh, he gave a really good talk. He's like he's a lawyer in the space, and he gave a talk, kind of some some scary stuff coming up. Um, and I was wondering, I kind of just it it stuck to me about all these kind of bills passing and these uh, policies that may come up. They're still in the works, so nothing's official, and it kind of just solidified the need for this kind of like. For friends of Puli, for this advocacy group that um, this coalition that advocates for um, a free, open Web three and to de defend DeFi. So um, there's definitely a need here, and and I uh, we had signal before, and I think there's still that there. So I heard it was a pretty big venue as well. A lot of different places to go and hang out. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, let me see. There's like five floors, a bunch of different workshops, a bunch of different meetings. There's food, snacks, all that good stuff. So yeah, it was a good one. And kind of on the, uh, I don't know, the policy standpoint, I went to the Lobby 3 thing uh, yesterday night. Yeah, that's a good segue. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to hear about yeah. that. Let's, let's hear about uh, that. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, they had, what the heck's her name? Carly... Riley, maybe, uh, from Overpriced. Well, Talisky, can you 
Can you, sorry to cut you off, can you give just a little bit context of what the Lobby 3 event is and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so the Lobby 3 event, uh, they effectively had Lobby 3 DAO, uh, which is kind of a, a lobby-ish DAO, uh, trying, trying to basically get a group of people together, similar to us, uh, in this DAO formation, uh, and really looking policy-specific and how they can impact those. Uh, they put together this uh, meeting in, in Washington, D.C., uh, together with Web3 D.C. and another group that I am just not recalling. Uh, so there was pretty good turnout, a little over 100 people there. Um, and the whole thing was uh, they had Andrew Yang there making an opening speech sentiment kind of uh, feelers, and then they had a panel talk. Uh, with uh, the host for, for overpriced JPEGs, and I think that is supposed to be out next week, maybe two weeks, um, for the from the panelists. And then you had a couple hours of you know just hanging out and, and you know mingling with all the different people that are there. Going to the the policy aspect of it, um, Andrew Yang spoke to that pretty specifically, um, uh, outright stating that like we're probably not going to see anything this year with. Um, the election cycle coming up and everything still being in draft mode, um, the likelihood that we'll see anything is just slim to them. Uh, but the focus right now uh, on the Hill in DC uh, is specifically stablecoin related. So the, the first thing that we're going to see will probably be next year and it will probably be based around stablecoins because uh, they're, they're trying to react and solve for what we saw with with Terra Luna. Um, right now, they have not a clear understanding of an algorithmic stablecoin, so they, they don't really know how to solve for that. Uh, but their their general rule approach for, for stablecoins as a whole is um, kind of alluding to right now that if, if you're a stablecoin, you can't lose peg, and you have to have, you know, in the treasury of whoever is holding a stablecoin, the equivalent value available, similar to how like a casino would operate with, with their uh, chips. Any thoughts, questions, concerns? It sounds like a pretty good event then, huh? Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was really busy. Uh, I guess Web3DC, which is one of the, the co-sponsors for it, they try and do stuff every couple of weeks, which I didn't, wasn't even aware of. So if you're in the DC area, follow them and, and see what they have going on. And uh, they have guest speakers that, that try and come in and have some sort of impact on the Hill uh, of DC, you know, speaking with different politicians or lobbyists that come to the group trying to understand what's going on. So it, it's a real clear pathway in terms of how, you know, any of us, if, if we're in the area and have the capacity to kind of go and make an impact. And you have a question from Airtune. Is Andrew Yang still moving into politics? Uh, uh, yes, sort of. Um, so he's, he's still working on the ideals that he had from his presidential platform, um, you know, tr trying to reduce American poverty as, as best as possible. And he kind of has the, is approaching it from uh, a policy advisor side, as well as like, how can things like crypto get involved and, you know, be able to provide for people that are unbanked. He's also just super cool to talk to. Um, he did a great job just 
walking around trying to talk to as many people as possible. Uh, he's really intense uh, in person, like on a one-on-one -on -one conversation. He's definitely like honed in and pretty well read on a lot of the topics in crypto. Um, he didn't really comment too much on like the Yuga stuff that's going on, but at least in regards to uh, like stable coins and what happened with Terra Luna and even on the Tornado Cash side, he was, was pretty well versed at least from a high level so he could carry on a conversation. Uh, any of the bills, they just kind of mentioned in namesake but didn't go into any specifics. Okay, cool. All right. I guess we'll move on to the next one. So when Pixel Pooly, yeah, so we're actively uh, to transition into this Pixel Pooly talk, we're, we're actively working on Pixel Pooly beta. And uh, so this is from the, like, the deck that was shared to the certain people that wanted to see it um, last call. Um, that's more just like an info deck about what Pixel Pooly is and what this like public goods platform will become and um the the tech used in it the kind of erc 721k framework that we're going to be using for the the upgradable traits and and all that kind of stuff and the on-chain svg rendering um so we're actively working on it and this is kind of like where we're at for the beta is kind of launching like a private beta um on and with unaudited contracts because to audit these contracts isn't is going to cost a certain amount of money right so we really want to get kind of like a product flow and uh product feedback uh before actually getting the the contracts audited and then launching on like a full uh version one so that's kind of where we're at now we're actively working on it and we're planning on um probably most likely November timeframe for that. Um, yeah, any questions or any other comments on that? It's, it's going to be really exciting. <laughs> the other thing, we're working on a couple, uh, a couple of things. And so one of which is this email transactional campaign. So like if someone subscribes to the, to the website right now, it doesn't do anything. It just collects their information. What we're working on hooking up is something that's like when you subscribe, you get an email talking about like, for example, what is Friends of Pooley and more context and like why secure and open Web3, why defend DeFi, like those kind of emails. So um, that's also something we're working on. And I'll just pause there for a second. Anyone? Is there anything specific anyone thinks we should include in those to kind of say like this is what what Pooley is? Yeah, I would say, I mean, you're you're free to uh, chat about it now, but I would also say if someone thinks of something later, like um, kind of reach out to to us, reach out to Talisky or something, and um, we can we're always available and like the Discord's open and so. Keep the ideas coming, especially if you want to help uh, contribute on something. Yeah, once we have the campaign put together, uh, you know, if, if there's anyone that wants to volunteer to kind of be like the beta for that, so we can kind of shoot them off, see if it's all functioning the way that we expect, and everything's written in a way that, that kind of captures the attention and, and explains it thoroughly, that'd be super. 
Oh, another thing that's come in mind is um, one of our community members, Dylan, uh, created a while ago these iOS uh, chip, chibi stickers. Like, um, well, he didn't. He deployed them to on like a the iOS test flight stuff so that people could send them. Um, and so we got in touch, and so he made that code base public. And the idea there is to try to just expand that and um, add the new, uh, like, f for example, the fire chibi that Godzilla made, like add that to the sticker pack and, and get that sticker pack um, out of test flight and into production. Um, there are some complications with that, but that's just an update on where the iOS chibis stand. I know nothing about the iOS sticker pack. Do they do animated stickers? Yeah, man, you got to get the... If you have an iPhone, do you have an iPhone? No, I'm unfortunately a pixel. You're missing out big time. Yeah. Yeah. We might. You just got to go out and get an iPhone just for those. I might have to, you know, just, just find an old iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Is there anything specific that we need to do for... Oh, that's amazing all in a... That is so cool. Yeah, very comic book-esque. Is there anything specific that we need to do for the uh, the chibi stuff to get a, get the stickers out there and move from test flight into available for everybody? Yeah, there is. So I'm waiting to hear back from Dylan. Um, he was saying there was a complication with like um, the build uh, between um, the test flight and then production. Something's breaking, but he wasn't sure. So um he said it's been a minute since he revisited it so uh or visited it rather so he's going to revisit it and get back to me and see what that is so just kind of waiting a little bit but we do have um the public code base which i'll share right now i'll put it in the chat here's the code base for it right now it's pretty straightforward and simple if you know like Xcode and um, iOS building and deployment. Actually, on that note, like, so we're actively working on Pixelpooly, the email campaign and that stuff, but also in, in the back of our minds is also this like Web3 constitution that we keep talking about that's going to be really important and it needs to be like this collaborative effort. So what I did was um, is made it more on... Uh, uh, Google Doc. So what we have right now is is what's on the website as for, and it's really very much like a starter. Like I think we need more articles. I think we need like a preface there. I think we just need to have more things into the constitution. And so I just sent in the link. This is just a, a Google Doc, but everyone would who opens that link is going to have like suggestion access. So you can add in whatever you like. And if you add a suggestion, I should, we should be alerted to it. Uh, but if you add a suggestion also, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to message me or, or Talisky and um, like say, hey, I made this edit, this suggestion and look it over and, and accept it or whatnot. So we definitely need everyone's help. And this doc is also going out to other people to try to get uh, more collaboration and 
Because the idea of this Web3 constitution is to create like this entire constitution of the Web3 DeFi space that everyone can agree to. And so there's not like any contention in there. It's like this uniform vision that no matter if you work for what protocol or even centralized exchange, you would be willing to kind of sign off on this constitution. So we need your help. Share, share that link with whoever, send it to whoever, add suggestions, get the word out. I have a question on that constitution. Um, so is that a way for us to bring, it's almost like we bring the word of, you know, open constitution or defending DeFi and, and the things, advocacy, fellowship, and education. We bring that to the, uh, you know, space, uh, the greater space, and then everyone agrees to it. So it's kind of like we brought it so we are recognized for kind of like, it's almost like a petition, but a positive version of a petition. It's like, yeah, we all agree to this. So we're the ones spreading that mission. Is that, is that what it's for? Um, and then will it change over time? That was my other question. Interesting. Yeah. The first part of your question, I think I know what you're saying. The The point of the constitution is to have these kind of like uh, standards or, or just these writings, these written values. And it's, it's kind of like, and then we we're going to sign off on it. And pretty much that expresses like, this is what I stand for. These are my values. This is what uh, an open web three is about. It has these certain markers, right? Um, and then that my point that everyone should sign it is like, it shouldn't be contentious. Like there should be, these are like clear values to everyone in the DeFi web three space that, you know, um, everyone should be able to sign off on, you know? Okay. So it's, it's more like, if you're here, you should already agree with these things. That's how it should be overall written. Does that, is that right? I want to say yes. Yeah. Right. Because, because they're written in such a way that goes with the values of the overall space and the constitution. Yeah. Kind of like uh fork to code, you know, stuff like that. Right. It's getting to the ethos of what Ethereum network state is, is like, yeah, just words that speak to the ethos, pretty much. So, so like privacy. Why is privacy important? Privacy is a big value in in uh, the Web three space. So, expressing why privacy is important, what what is privacy? Like those kind of stuff should go into the Web three constitution. Right, right, right. So then, doesn't that by by us bringing what I what I was kind of getting at, I didn't really know how to word it at the time. But doesn't that bring us, uh, or not bring us, but like whoever? It's kind of like um, I don't know, uh, like rep. It's like oh yeah, that's uh, friends of Pooley and the Open Constitution. That they did that, or they distributed that. They they had everyone sign it. It kind of gives us like credibility in a way because it's immediately stating that we do agree with these things and we did sign it and ask other people to sign it, right? Is that, or not really? Absolutely correct. Like, and that's, that's where we want to lose the ambiguity. Ambiguity. Whew. Uh, good thing this meeting's not happening at nine in the morning, huh? <laughs> uh, so 
So, <laughs> so that we want people to see, like, oh, friends of Pooley, what are what are they about? Like, oh, well, check out this constitution. That's what they're about. Like, this is what they stand for. This is what their members stand for. Because a little a little headset here is like, uh, in the future we're gonna have this on chain, and so to be a member of friends of Pooley, essentially, uh, you're gonna have to uh make sure you align with our our values which is check out our constitution and then if so if you want to be a member if that if that's you then sign it right and so that's how we know like um that's how we can know uh membership and whatnot so yes i think you're absolutely thinking the correct thing oh okay get off these said could someone get kicked out for going against the values <laughs> just straight to the punch huh <laughs> Uh, that's that's tricky. Yeah, uh, I, I I would wager that there's there's probably some blurry lines in in that question where depending on the severity or maybe the intent, but I don't think the first choice of action would be immediately kick someone out. I think it would be have a discussion with that person and, and see if they truly are on, not aligned, and then take action from there. Yeah. And I, I, I think we, we don't, we, we can, let's get the constitution made first and then we can kind of discuss that later on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that does kind of touch a little bit on the fluidity aspect that Alanon had brought up. I mean, with, with any good foundation comes a need to modify. Uh, Look at any legal system or, or any, you know, constitution contracting type document. So, I mean, maybe if if enough people are feeling one way or another, there is some sort of amendment thing that needs to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, kind of going back to Nicoso's point, um, first we need to have the constitution, and then we can have the discussion as we're getting signers of. You know, what's the next steps and how do we approach the, that, those types of conversations? Yeah. And just like to piggyback on that and Al-Anon's question, uh, Al-Anon's question is, uh, um, like, constitutions very well could have amendments, but I think we should get it to have enough collaboration in it that we have it in such a good place before we even um, have the first person signing of it officially so we want to have it as complete um and as thorough as possible without delaying it you know forever or whatever the case might be but yeah i, I think if there were in the future amendments uh it would have to be decided on you know by the community and and whatnot um and then to get off these point about like bad characters signing it but they're still like doing scams or pulling rugs she said specifically uh i think that's probably i still think that's uh in the future and we don't have to we can think about that now i don't know if we have to figure that out and solve for that right now because right now we have to it's a very good point it's a valid point like we that's a it's a really good point but we have to like build out this constitution first and and work towards that, and then there's going to be some like ratification 
and then there's going to be the signing. So we're a couple steps away from uh, even even trying to solve for that. But it's a really good point you brought that up. I think as far as like uh, adding people and removing people, I think that uh, part that will make that really interesting. So it's one thing to just have the constitution and sign it, but if people are to actually try to opt in to being part of uh, the Puli doubt, like looking at this as like, okay, this this is the constitution around which this organization revolves around. And like what industry-based uh, individuals want to unify under this banner. And then if, if they actually opt in as like voices within this greater community, I think that has a long, uh, like more long-term benefits than, you know, they just sign and are not really tied in. And I think it also has long-term benefits as far as what Get Off Deans was talking about. So, you know, if later on we're looking at removing people, if you have most industry participants involved in the process, in the DAO, then it really comes down to like a DAO vote of, okay, like, is this person going against what all of us as uh, industry individuals agreed on should be the direction for the industry uh, you know, under these really simple terms. Are they going against that? Yeah, that's a that's a really good point, and I I like that. Um, that any what I'm hearing here, and let me just correct me if I'm wrong, is like anyone can sign the constitution, is what you're saying. But then that's just one of the steps to be, for example, a Puli DAO member. Yeah, I think we should straight up, like on the site, uh, like uh, um, I talked last uh, meeting about making the purpose of the Constitution more clear, making it more inviting and friendly. And I think, you know, uh, denoting something like, a, you know, one, two, three step process, like, you know, this is the really basics of what we're about. Okay, that's one. Sign the Constitution. That's two. Okay. Uh, become part of the actual DAO, like become involved. That's step three. And having like this step three process that literally like, you know, ends with the person on uh, OpenSea uh, to become part of the, the DAO and actually like buying in to be part of that. I think that has a lot of uh, long-term benefit. Like if, if we can really get a lot of industry participants um to have a voice and come to these meetings and be part of this then we can have a really substantial effect uh on the market long term and and where the industry goes as a whole versus like if they just kind of passively are like okay yeah it's interesting what you guys are doing over there and good luck with that um then you just won't have the same momentum yeah absolutely that's a great point it seems like there's a, a handful of people in the chat that agree with you I think the other thing too is um, we're not competitive with them. Like for example, we're not building like a savings and lending department that's going to be a competition to people in saving and lending. We're not building like the next trading site that's going to be competition. So we're not like uh, competition with any of these people. It's basically coming together under common interests and being like, okay, like how do we get this industry to you know, be what we all dream it can be instead of getting it to be, you know, what we don't want it to be and do it together. I, I think I think that's key positioning for for what we're trying to do here. Like we're, we're trying to be as non-competitive as possible. Like we're still 
building something around it, but but it is a social layer. It's it's not something where we're trying to you know absorb or take over, or become major shareholders or token holders or do meta governance or anything like that. We are just trying to create this social layer where we uh, all agree that this is the thing that we're trying to build as a whole for for Web three. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, like when I look at those different different things, um, really they're just public goods like. Uh, the ERC seven twenty one k protocol releasing that like it got released open source as basically a public good, showing this concept and different ways of doing police. It's kind of just a public good to the industry. Like, hey, by the way, we can build things like this. Um, it, it doesn't really take away from what anyone else is doing. Just provide them um, additional benefits, basically. Could you expand a little more on that, Alana? The value exchange has to be greater than. Yeah, absolutely. The concept, like the value exchange um, is more like the time that I give to being able to sign the constitution, because let's just assume uh, I'm going to assume that this is a good thing and everyone recognizes it as a good thing, uh, you know, displaying the values throughout the, you know, open web three um, space. So if I sign it, then I might be viewed as good by everyone else in the space. So the value exchange would be, I click on the website, I read it and I sign it. That's a low value exchange, but a high value exchange would be verify this, prove that, be allowed to sign if I want to. And then the community reviews or whatever has to happen, but it makes it harder. It's similar to having like, you know, verified email and phone number on discord to, to remove bots or, or whatever the you know thing is, it's a higher level, higher value exchange. Uh, does that make sense? Yeah, so you're, you're, you're saying um, almost qualify people in order to sign. I might be, yeah. Yes, but it would have to be a fair and open qualification like standard. That's why I kind of like thought of, uh, you know, Gitcoin Passport, something that other, and it's always, it always helps to, use a third party source. So it's not us or quote unquote, you know, Pooley or friends of Pooley singularly making that decision. It's like, yep. Oh, you signed in here and here and you prove these things that gives us multiple different ways. Cause someone that's trying to quote unquote, be a bad actor or pull a rug after signing, they're not going to go through all of that in my opinion. But I also don't know because I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> There'd be like an evil genius type of thing. Like, Oh, I'm going to infiltrate this really good community so that I can scam people. Um, but yeah, that would be far ahead of where we are. Like, um, but I just thought it would be a good idea to have, you know, multiple, I guess, I think someone was saying steps. So I agree with this. This is exciting. I want to be a part of creating something like this for, you know, uh, the space. It's awesome. Yeah, no, that's, it's a really good point. And I mean, I was kind of trying to stay away from this step of like signing and membership and like that kind of stuff, just because it's a little bit more, it's like, like, again, it's like three steps from where we need to be right now. But I do like all the ideas that people are saying. And there's other things we've talked about as far as like, um, decentralized identities and, and that kind of stuff to track people's membership. And there's so creative things we can do but really what we need help on like i don't want to stop the brainstorming so keep it coming if you guys want but really in the short term we need to focus on um building out this actual constitution 
So just wanted to keep that uh, front of mind for everyone. Yeah, and I do kind of want to just relate the preface or whatever the office. Um, it doesn't need to be super polished at this point. We're, it, it's in draft mode. We're trying to get the ideas out there. So even if it's just a couple of bullet points and, and you know broken sentences of just a couple of key ideas, that, that gives us and anyone else that's looking at it something to kind of use as a springboard. So maybe you might, you know, put just a couple words out there and then someone else has the brain blast of like, oh, this leads into all these other things. It gets put into the document and then we, you know, kind of accordion style refine it, shrinking it and expanding it and shrinking it again. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point, Talos guy is like, yeah. However you want to contribute, if you see this doc and you want to write suggestions and it's just like high level ideas or bullet points or just, you know, brain coming down nothing really and then we can go back and wordsmith it so yeah that's a that's a great disclaimer anything else from anyone yeah i think i conceptually agree with uh basically the point Eleanor made about uh making it difficult um but not necessarily upfront. like you you want to get in a bunch of industry partners early and then i think after that you know, once once they've agreed to that thing, basically try to take that position and build out these this functionality for this larger group. Because um, if you don't get that buy-in originally, then I, I think you're just kind of like a white little group in a corner, and uh, that that won't be helpful long term. Should we maybe have like a couple impromptu community jam sessions just to kind of like down ideas each other? Is that something people would be interested in? Yeah, like a uh, topic-specific Mindstorm group effort uh, is probably a good idea, uh, not as part of like the regular meeting. Right, sticky notes and all that. Just kind of get the ideas out there and, and see what people agree with and have those open conversations and take notes, all kind of working, working together. Basically what you would do, and I remember uh, the cross yeah, that seems like a great idea. Figure out what tool they used for that. All right, we're coming close to an hour. Does anyone have any other comments, questions, anything? <laughs> All right, well, do we have anyone typing? I want to close it off if there's someone typing. We do. Okay. We got Knox. Hey, Knox. I'm seeing N cookies. Seems like this time you guys. We got some better. OGs in here, some new people. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Good at this. This next time for <laughs> two weeks from now. November 3rd. I'll just have to steal the audio from that. Thanks, everyone, for coming. Hi, guys. I guess, I guess on, that's the call for today. Have a good one. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Mm -hmm.